Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast that you didn't know you needed. I'm looking at Josh and Brent, and I say to my two friends, so I headed up north San Francisco Bay. There was music all night. It was a party every day. Oh, yeah. I found yeah. myself in a funky band led by a family stone horn playing man. Hey, hey, yeah. Yet there's something pulling me hard, driving me crazy. Say hello, Josh. Yeah, nothing like partying with a horn playing man. <laughs> the world's worst wrestler, the horn playing man. Brentry? <laughs> that's the world's there? that's the world's worst name for a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. A horn the, playing man. Horn playing man, because it goes, oh yeah, toot toot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You're gonna ah. get a world of hurt. <laughs> Now, if he's playing French horn, it'd be he's a like, different story. He'd be like, when I'm done with you, you're going to be flat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's for the musical nerds out there. Josh, oh. what are you doing today? That just ended on a bad note. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was a sharp note from me, Brent. We, we, what we're doing today is starting out the episode really bad. Um, <laughs> so uh, today we are ranking... It's is it is it is it a classic album now? I mean, it's a, what 10, 10 years old, eleven years Le- old, ten or eleven years old. Yeah, I have to say that's uh, we're getting into the that's a classic record, but the uh, a fan favorite, a album that marked at least to me, and when it is to me, that means it's fact. Uh, that marks the return of Night Ranger. Uh, the 2011 release of Somewhere in California. And uh, if you don't have it, uh, you need to get out from under that rock. But uh, you need to get it because it's one of the best Night Ranger albums out there. And we are going to rank our favorite tracks. Uh, this is a definitive ranking, too. Like, these are, there's there's no room for a wiggle. This is fact. These rankings will be factual. This? Oh, yeah. My- Mine this, will be. This was probably one of the hardest ones for me to rank. And all of them are a little <laughs> bit hard, but I, I usually know where I'm going, at least yeah. at the top and the bottom. And this uh, was a little bit tougher than I thought. <clears throat> if I remember correctly, this album was released in June, maybe, of yes. 2011 with us uh, growing up in California, released maybe a month prior or so. And I've told this on other episodes i was in liberia africa um with the military and i remember this out this single being released and i downloaded it off itunes took like an hour i mean i was lucky to have internet but took me an hour and i just remembered listening to it and it was like because at that time we'd only had what one studio record Mm -hmm. in 14 years something like that uh, 13 years somewhere around there and it was holding the sun kind of a disappointment and what are we getting into we had a we had two new members eric levy who had just joined the band yeah and uh joel hoekstra who had been there from about three or four years and so what are we getting into and i just remember getting it downloaded and i just heard that that opening and i'm like all right that's kind of good and next thing you know it's like all right this takes me back a little bit to that classic um 
Night Ranger. Where do you guys remember where you were? What's your first thoughts of um, when you heard the first track somewhere or growing up in California? Yeah, it's funny. I was just telling Brent this story. Um, I was trying to remember when it came out. I said, I feel like it came out around this time only because I was in Florida visiting. Uh, I'll just leave it as an old friend. Um, and this album had come out. And I remember listening to it. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't that. But I was I was <laughs> I was there at, at the house staying up all night because the album had just come out. And I was like, holy shit, we got Newton Eye Ranger. And I remember I posted on Facebook in a somewhat aggressive post of, you know, damn it, people, Night Ranger still putting out great music. You need to go buy this CD right now. Like I stayed up all night listening to it. And I was like, God, this is great. And you even, you think, even called me, I, I, I believe. Yeah, I might have because I needed to talk to somebody about it. And, <laughs> and no one gonna... wanted to talk about it to me with me. So like I, I got to call Brent, man. Brent's always we've always been our go to with each other. And um, I was just so excited. And um, yeah, I mean, this album is is fantastic. Brent and I were talking about it before we started recording about how this was actually like agree with you, Josh, a very we say this about a lot of the albums. This was also very tricky to to rank because uh, I had a definitive uh, four, top four, I believe. I think Brent and I were talking. That I'm pretty sure my top four were going to be, and I had a good idea about like my last two, but the middle was murky as all get out because I'm like, man, I don't know. But uh, I do want to ask you real quick, Josh, getting back to you being in Liberia, did you have any idea there was a Night Ranger album coming out? I don't remember if you told us that. Like I think Brent had told me they had a new album. That's how I knew about it. I mean, it. maybe I can't. I I would assume because I mean I was still able to read like you know the yeah the news sites. I mean Blabbermouth. It was a little bit different. I, I mean I guess you know you still got your information from Facebook um, back then too. But uh, um, I would assume that I knew, uh, okay. but I can't really remember the the build up to it. <laughs> I just know one day, you know, it was released and there. Um, I was, and it wasn't like, I don't know if I was really like, uh, like looking forward to it. Like, I mean, I was, but I think holding the sun being a little bit of a disappointment, uh, you know, it's like, okay, when, when I, I'll get it and listen to it and, and, you know, hopefully it's okay. But, uh, yeah, you uh, get gun shy. But, you know, Hole in the Sun being a little bit of a disappointment. You had that Hits and Rarities, like, CD came out maybe 2006, <laughs> somewhere around there. That was a little bit of a disappointment. So, like, uh, things had been a disappointment for a lot of that decade. And, like, and I tell people, it kind of started turning around, at least to me, which makes a fact. Uh, 2009, they jumped on an arena tour with Journey. And that was like the first time, like they're they're getting, you know, out of the rib fest and stuff like that. Uh, they're getting back into the arenas, and after that, they you know the next year that they did one with Sticks and Ario and arenas, and I think it just and then it started steamrolling. I think it got to this record, and then we obviously know how the next decade went. And what's amazing is with growing up in California. It wasn't originally even slated to be a Night Ranger song. That was a song that Jack was working on 
for his solo record, which eventually became Rock and Roll Ride. And um, ah, the yeah. guys heard it and were like, hey, this is... Hey, that sounds like a good Night Ranger song. Your song. And Jack. there you go. Um, Brett, what about you, buddy? Do you, what, what are your first <laughs> thoughts of this when you got it? Well, I remember the first time hearing the song growing up in California because the, what the video came out, like Josh said, what, about a month before the album did? I didn't, I couldn't watch the videos. I all, yeah. you know, so, but uh, yes, I, but, I assume it came out at the same time. My first thought was when I heard the keyboards, I'm like, is this something old? You know, because it very much was indicative of, of fits. And, and I praised Eric Levy a ton um, for everything he's brought back to the band. And this is living proof of it on this album. He's, he's, he's phenomenal on this, but yeah, I um, heard growing up in California, went to Best Buy the day came out and bought it. Um, I don't want to say what grabbed me or anything right now, but um, there was a few songs that just blew my mind when I heard them. And it wasn't no tell your vision, which it wasn't no hole in the sun. Hole in the sun had some good tunes on it. And I look forward to us ranking that at some point because I think we're going to come out to say it's a better album than we thought it was. Uh, I mean, I don't give it as much. I mean, I, I don't hate it. I just, it's not to me a very, I mean, I hate the, the cliche, but it's, it's not a great, to me, it's not a good Night Ranger record. I mean, to me, it sounds like, three songs a, off off brad solo record it's it's a off, hodgepodge yeah and um it just doesn't have that night ranger sound i mean but uh yeah. um that's another know. podcast but yeah uh, but no the album you know was great and um what, what was disappointing was i couldn't find the import anywhere and it was driving me crazy not getting la no name which we're going to talk about in a minute yeah um i eventually found it emailed it to you because we couldn't get it here in the States, you know. Right. Well, another sweet thing, and, and it's evident of looking at Brent's background, is the album cover is fantastic on this album. Like this well, one is, I wouldn't go fantastic. And I the would fans just, emotion logo I even would just, it look better. I would just yeah. say that it is it sucked less. I love it. Of, I mean, it's 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 like you know, a modern art masterpiece compared to Hole in the Sun. Never land US or Japanese, <laughs> but uh uh, you know, it's sad that you you say that, and all it is is the damn logo with and a road, fucking road <laughs> heading to the sunset. But, it's probably uh, the desert of Las Vegas, probably not even California. Yeah, um, I don't. But, I just think it's a cool looking album cover. <laughs> but yeah, there was eleven tracks on it. Like Prince said, there was a Japanese uh, release which had the acoustic track "L.A. No Name," which a lot of people probably got. Because they released it as like on the Best Buy right uh, uh, bonus for High Road, um, but L.A. No Name was the Japanese uh, bonus track. Uh, there you go with it. You can see L.A. No Any Bam. Um, then also uh, something they were doing at the time. I'm sure maybe they still do it, but it was definitely a little bit more popular back then. Um, if you bought the record through amazon music mm -hmm. you got a re-record of coming of age so it's night ranger doing coming of age with ted nugent doing the solo and if you go to amazon music now you can and you go to somewhere in california that's track 12 
So you can still get that. And then if you downloaded it from iTunes, you got the um, the Night Ranger cover of Dirty Deeds. Yes. That's the <clears throat> so you got kind of three bonus tracks from this record, which is L.A. No Name, Dirty Deeds, and Coming of Age. Hey, speaking <laughs> of uh, damn Yankees, I think today is the anniversary of High Enough peaking on the charts or being released or something i saw a little blurb somewhere on my facebook page i don't know if you have the facts on that one Josh, 32 years ago 32 years ago I don't know if it, was it the release date or do you know i won't put you on the spot i still if you know well yeah i think they said what 32 years ago the single was released of high enough? released i think it was released which i thought it was later because i saw them in august 2nd of that year and to me like i knew the record but to me I, it just seemed like high enough hadn't been had wasn't a single yet i know they didn't play it live when i saw them um they were opening for bad company but uh i mean you know i mean that's 32 years ago i was 13 so obviously i we're just barely drinking there. you know you know am wrong or could be wrong but you know uh um, I guess it would make sense because it was a second single, and I would assume, you know, coming of age probably came out somewhere, probably February, if the album was released in April. Uh, so that would yeah. mark probably about the time they released the second single. So there we go. Thirty-two years. Um, hopefully we get to hear that live sometime. Um, all right, are we? Uh, are we uh, going to rank? Yeah, we're ready. I'm ready. Um, oh, and uh, the for those that you know are under the rock, if you look over the shoulder there, there is the first time vinyl release. Released just this year on Record Store Day on Pacific Blue. Not just blue, but Pacific Blue vinyl. Um, they should have had a little magnifying glass included in it so you could read the uh gatefold um but uh very well done there you go the wheat all right we're going to rank 11 tracks from somewhere in california one of the best night ranger albums released i mean how lucky are we that you know going into what their fourth decade they released one of their best albums mm. uh to date um so let's start with let's always i like to start off on the wrong track usually with everything in life so let's start off with brent brent but number 11 was my easiest pick outside of my number one there are 11 songs on here <laughs> and 10 of them are incredible this one's okay but it's not it, it's it's where it should be where it is and it's rock and roll tonight I, I will concur. That's my number 11 too, Josh. And uh, just so we can just have the conversation about it. Go ahead. Yeah. Please. And no, it just um, feels like it has, it just doesn't feel as well thought out as all the other things. It just, Hey, we're going to just do another jam. Let's just do it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it could have been, it could have been a leftover from a hole in the sun. How's that? My, my notes were, um, not a bad song. 
guys are fucking nuts. But it feels like a filler song to me. Like they just let's throw one more track on. Um, you know, and that's just where I feel with it. it it's I said it's not bad, but it's one I would skip over most times. So yeah, it's number eleven for me also. So Josh, what's your eleven? Let's see what uh, let's see where Josh goes wrong. This is your eleven. Listen to that riff. That's... Riff's fine. It just that's the song. Keys, that's a little bit of John Lord right there. Aaron Spraying. That right there makes you want to drive your car a little bit faster. And, and, and it makes you want to put it at number eleven. Um, I, uh, you know, it's like, uh, hey, uh, what's the most generic lyric we can write? Um, let's do rock and roll tonight. But you know what? Oh, let's tonight say, wrong. Let's make it spicy. You know, let's uh, let's spell it T O N I T E. So let's well then let's see what Josh has above that. So. Uh, no, my number below that. Rock and roll tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. That. I agree. I do. The, the riff is great. I just, it just seems like a, like a, it just was thrown, like, it's something like they could have written in their sleep. They just threw it together real quick. And that's my yeah. point. I think they, they've written incredibly better songs than that. And it, it's something has to be 11. There it is. Yeah. Fact. I mean, I, I Put it down. It, Put your name on it. I think it's the chorus, you know, just rock and roll tonight. I mean, you know, uh, it sounds like something I would write. Yeah. You know, if you woke me up at 3 a.m., you know, half wasted, you know, oh, hey, give me a rock and roll lyric, rock and roll night. Uh, spell spell it down. Take it, spell it this way. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if I was like a producer, I'd maybe say, okay, let's keep that guitar riff. Let's redo something. But again, where's this song on Hole in the Sun? I would I would probably say at least six or seven. Oh, yeah. I mean, without even doing any thought. Uh, so that is where you um, and I don't mind the verses. I mean, to me, that intro guitar yeah. is good. I like the verses. It's just um, it's the core. It's the chorus. It's the chorus. Yeah, it is. And I think that's and what saves the song for me, too, is is that's a song where they kind of is it Aerosmith where they do let the music do the talking kind of like uh yeah running in the background kind of like april wine did with um uh, roller i think it was but they're like you know let the music let the music do the talking and then you know i that i like i mean so there's a lot to like in the song this you know if you don't like the chorus but uh yeah Yeah, when you can compare it to everything else uh that is Track. It takes it takes a back seat. Number eleven. Uh, now here I'll I know you I'll throw you well. I'll let you Andy go. Track ten. Okay, track ten for me. And so again, we say this. I I'm sure I'm the captain, the master of saying this that these are these are tricky. They get a little murky. These could change, but some of the songs just are kind of okay for me. And this. This number 10 is uh, Live for Today. My notes, it, it's okay. Nothing sticks out to me. It almost sounds, the parts of it sound like a Shaw Blade song to me, like it could have been on Hallucination. So, you know, I, there's just songs I liked better. So this one fell to 10 as I was doing my rankings. It's a good tune, but just nothing, 
nothing jumps out to me like other songs that stick in my head chorus wise or riff wise so there you go brent josh Number tell me i'm wrong I'd love, I'd love to be on the same page with you because there's so much i want to say about the song but i'm going to save it for my part but you have it at number one <laughs> no no i do not <laughs> but. uh i mean i don't know like you got a song that's just constructed really well and i just feel bad because they put all this effort into it and here you are ranking it yeah. 10 uh brent <laughs> well um, tell jack to call me if he wants to have a conversation about it i'll be happy to have him tell me i'm wrong yeah, it'd be a short conversation he'd say fuck <laughs> you and hang up you're wrong click my five through ten can change at any time i mean depending on the mood um number 10 is it's not over no that's now josh that is wrong right uh <laughs> It's well, not, here's the thing. Like, I, mean, I, I, I expected Josh, I think Josh I, is having conflicting issues in this. I, to yell at both of us. I expected out of him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so how it's not over. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great tune. It's a, it's a, it's a great tune. It is. But that's why I said, you know. <laughs> so you think it's better than Live for Today or worse than Live for Today? Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> Don't call you out. Um, nah, that's I, that that's a shocker. We don't hear anything. We can't hear it. That's can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing this, and I'm like we're hearing nothing. <laughs> Good too. All right, Josh, what's your 10 then? Tell us, uh, see where you're at. My number 10 is Live For Today. Um, Josh, you and me, buddy, right here. I know. I'm a little worried. I mean, I'd be more worried if it was like me and Brent, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to vary shortly. But so Live For Today is a good song, it fits the record because yes. I mean, the, the album is a rocking record. And not that it, that isn't a rocking song, but, um, you know, it's got that slow intro, which right. is all right. It's not very Night Rangerish. Like I said, it almost sounds like a Don Henley uh, track or something. But then what I like is that, that soaring guitar that jumps in right after that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is a little bit different. Um, and with these all these songs that just really are just driving that one is just cruise control which is fine yeah. you, you need that every now and then but uh all these other songs man are just seems like they're coming out and it's just punching you and then you know that one is kind of like where you're just in the ropes kind of resting a little bit uh, yeah, like you're like hugging <laughs> each other like, okay yep so uh yeah my uh number 10 is is live for today i will give you my number nine which right. i know there's going to be some people that disagree with this but it is what it is um my number nine is bye bye baby not i gotta go tonight this is the wrong podcast for me um 
I, they, they so beat, long, Josh. They, <laughs> they do get uh, points for spelling tonight, right? Um, but, uh, and I love the verses. Uh, and I, I do the, I do like that where they, um, they kind of like the music kind of stops and then it builds right back up, like right, maybe right before the chorus that yeah. you know, the high guitar part. But, um, and Jack's got really good vocals on it. I think what just gets me is it's, it rocks so much during that chorus and the solo and then the, or in the verses and the solo. And then when I get to the chorus, it's, you know, the, Bye bye baby bye bye not tonight. To me, it's just the chorus lets me down from how great the verses and the guitar solos are in it. Um, again, it's one of the, like with the lyrics of rock and roll tonight. It's just like bye bye baby, you know, not tonight. Like yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can't wait for the the fours and fives of people that comment on Facebook. Or on well, it's YouTube like to you tell know, you how wrong you are. You know, it's like, bye bye, baby, not tonight. It's like, no wonder she left your ass. You're out there, bye bye, baby, not tonight. You know, like, yeah. no, it's bye bye, baby, bye bye, not yeah, tonight. He's rocking it, yeah, he's rocking it to her. Like, no, no, no not wonder, tonight. no wonder she left your ass. So yeah. that that is, I mean. And I love the even person. even with Kelly yelling so long, girl, in the background, uh, that should even make it even higher on your list because it's so it's so cool. Well, you know what they, you know, not that I'm a big fan of lyrics, but you know when you have a bad lyric, that does it for me, and I just don't like the bye bye, you know baby bye bye it's like there's a lot of buys in there and uh you know like i want to rock like you know change it to piss off baby <laughs> you know i'm not sure I've, I've ever been so disappointed in you as of right now well you get you know but i'm gonna get to, get to know uh, me more i'll it I'll, gives you something name for <laughs> i'll uh i'll fulfill that role Jeez, somewhere i did not uh, expect that out of you at all and but it's been that way. I mean, it, that has always been one song that. And there's another. There's other lyrics, and I've probably already talked about on ev other episodes of other songs. But there's another song on here. It's just like perfect song, one line, and I'm like fuck. But that's my number nine. Brentree. <clears throat> My number nine is probably number nine because of um, it being the first single. Use your words wisely. What'd you just say? Yeah, it's growing up in California. Oh, for the love of Christ. Um, it's probably because I've heard it so many times. It's one I don't go back to as much. Um, great tune. Wrong. Love the story. Love, love, love the story in it. But it's probably one. I mean, you know. You tend to skip the hits after you've heard them so many times to go to the other stuff that you don't hear. And yeah, I, I, I love the Golden Gate Bridge there. That's great. You can't see my note. Fuck you. It, it dis disappears wrong. in the background. You're wrong. Um, I probably am, but it's just how I'm feeling today. 
I don't know who I'm more disappointed with you or Josh at this moment. Sad. Well, the two of you. Sad. I'll... I I long for the Facebook people to just tell you. You guys I ain't worried about Facebook. It's just what I what I will listen to and what I won't at the time. You know, I love that song. I still love hearing it. Love it. But hey, it's your opinion. You're allowed to be wrong, Brent. That's all right. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I, I feel no peer pressure. <laughs> all right, Andrew. What's your Jesus number nine? Mean, mine won't even matter. Mine's just say it with love. Fuck. What? Well, who cares at this point? clearly has no no method to its madness uh i just have this is a good no, good song i like it uh, the verse i like the verse better than the chorus of this song that's why i kind of put it yeah. where it is. this one i don't dislike it it's just the chorus is just okay with this one but the verse i think really rocks out but for that I need you by my side it's, it's that part on a nine me. you know it's a good tune I just the words are bad i just don't like the chorus as much I mean, I think yes. that's that's part of like. And I mean, I look, I can't write a better song. Don't miss. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm better. It's just like my was, reasoning is, is I don't love the chorus. Well, like the bursts. You know, you got that build up to the chorus. I think that's what's so great about that song is, you know, heavy, mm-hmm. fast, and then very melodic. You know, so and that may, um, you might be right that might be what it is probably what be with yours bye bye baby it, it might be it's just it, it doesn't gel with me the it hits wrong but anyway good tune um, though good song well just you always got to remember to you know say it with love um, i do baby so then what would your number eight then be for me uh my eight is follow your heart um Fuck you. This, yeah, well. <laughs> that is a wrong. You're all right there, Brent. That He's... couldn't even be more wrong than. <laughs> you know what bumps me on this song uh, and why it fell to where it is? And I, again, I, I am not a better musician. I'm not a better writer it, by any stretch. It's the odd jazz like intro of the song. And then it just kicks under this like great little rocker. I'm like, I don't know if that intro. It, it kind of bumps me a little. Like, I don't know what to expect here. But, ah. uh, hey, I got it, number eight. I did Jesus. What, did I steal your number one? I say nothing, but, <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on now. See, the intro that Josh is. You know what I'm talking about, Josh? He's trying to play it. I mean, we really can't hear it. It sounds like um. It just sounds like they're noodling around in the studio. Yeah. And all of a sudden, da, 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 you know. Yeah, it just it, it bumps me when I hear it. I'm like, I don't. I you know, it's here. it's stuff like they do in sound check when they just get a little, little off and then get into something. Yeah. It's it's cool. Okay. Anyway, God. Uh, that was a little aggressive, but yeah, I like it. <laughs> all right, Andy, what do you guys got? I don't know, Andrew. Uh, we've, we've drifted apart, Josh. We were close for two songs, and we've drifted. Brent? Number eight, say it with love. I, I was just going to follow up with Andy when he was talking about it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the part, I need you by myself. You know, how do I, I love all of that, but when the, the say it with love part, it does get a little... 
happy, little sweet, like, you know, like whatever. What song is it with Josh that he can't stand the happy part? There's probably a lot. Probably some Comfort Me or something. No. This album? No, no, just in the past. There was something off Don't Let Up where it's like it's rocking and then it's like. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't Let Up. Oh, yeah, that's it. Baby. No, no, it wasn't Don't Let Up. It, it was. Um, Comfort Me. No, Jedi Fools. Um, running out, running of out of time. Yeah. Where it's rocking, and the next thing you know, we're, we're running out of time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. But um, again, I preface everything by saying, oh, I, 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 love, I do love the song. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do too. I just. And I think, I know we said this on another album, and this would definitely apply too. Um, maybe not rock and roll tonight, but one through ten are really close. Yeah. Um, you know, and I can't say that for a lot of the other records because I can, mm-hmm. I, you know, if you threw, if you just say "Man in Motion," I can automatically off my head ramble the bottom four songs. Um, and most of the albums are like that. The ones that aren't maybe would be like don't let up which you know we've only had for four and a half years and i'm just not as familiar with as an album i've had for 30 years but um yeah these songs you know and i think if you're listening to this and you haven't ranked yours yet sit down and rank it it right now (laughs) And just sit down and listen to it and get back to us. It's not as easy as you think. And I could probably move these songs, you know, up three, down three, and still defend it. Uh, But um, yes, so my, I'll go to number seven. And and again, just, you know, looking at it, I'm like, is that right? Yeah. Uh, But I guess it is. when I look at what's ahead of it, um, my number seven is it's not over till you say it's over. Yeah. Uh, too, man. It's climbing up there. Unlike Brent, who hates it, apparently. I don't hate it. <laughs> Fucking number but 10, it, Brent. <laughs> I'm uh, just messing with you, buddy. Yeah, I mean. I know. And uh, you got to, I mean, the one thing about this record was it definitely got back to the melodic choruses. You may say it even went really into yeah. uh, you know, to where I don't know if there was ever this much of a melodic choruses on any other record. Um, even going back to the classic, you know, era but um but yeah just uh five six and seven took me a little bit of time to kind of and i think i just threw it on the table and all right that's number seven and not number five um i'm the same way i struggled with um these next few but um yeah i mean it's a good problem to have if, if it's not over is number seven on a list. Yeah. Uh, Andy, number seven. Number seven for me and, and Echo and Josh. This was tough, and this could change. You guys could possibly sway me 
but as I was going through my listings and tracks, I was like, oh shit, I kind of, this song had fallen further than I thought it would. And it's time of our lives. I, I mean, Eric's piano on this is just was, again, we're just, we're just getting used to this new guy in the band and his he comes with this nice piano ballad type song. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be awesome. And it is awesome, but uh, you know, it had to be somewhere. And so sevens where it landed for me. And clearly I think you guys have, you have it higher, but uh, it's uh, it, it's a great song and it's, I have no negative on it. I just, it had to be somewhere and that's where it ended up. How many ballads were on Hole in the Sun? One? I, I can't even name you. Uh, there was, ones. I don't know. There was more than one. I don't know. I well, mean, I you look- had you had Bean, which was kind of slow. Yeah. Then you had there was another ballad on there, which Revelation uh, Four A.M. That's not really about. Is yeah. it there? There is life. Is that? Yeah, long? there is. I know. Yeah. As long as yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess what I'm saying is, with this record, there's really only one true ballad, um, which is this one. So Andy. And it- Solid song, solid song. I mean, not a knock on it. I just, I think I figured all pretty good, you know, with that song and you being in Florida at the time, uh, <laughs> I thought that would, you know, mean more to you. It did not, 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 not with that person, though. No. All right. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, Thanks, though. Brent, you're number seven. My number seven, um, this is the Day and Tonight album, by the way, because there's rock and roll tonight, end of the day, live for today, bye-bye, baby, not tonight, you know. Um, so I'm going to put one of the day tunes in, end of the day, oh, yeah. n- number seven. Solid song. I have no knock on you for there. That's, that's, again, my seven, six, and five could be changed right now. You know, and, and end of the day could have been number nine, and growing up in California could have been higher. You know, at this, you know, it just it just depends on the mood. When you when you're, that's the one thing that sucks about when you're ranking or putting these in an order. It's really what your mood is at that time, and when you're hearing them, like, oh yeah, that that should go higher. When when you go back in a year later, you're like, what was what was I thinking? You know, well, and I'll say this too, and it's it, it, we we kid each other and give each other grief, but I tell you what's odd is everybody's taste you know where there's people who don't care for rain comes crashing down and like some of those diehards would just kill for that song live you know so it just yeah it's taste and i mean i always assume everybody loved growing up in california especially in a symphony setting (laughs) that would be awesome that would be fantastic if only we knew somebody the crowd the crowd would go nuts so we're five songs (laughs) in where we at? Are we we're on six. We, we're going on, on to seven, six. On seven. Uh, well, we're going on to six, six. but we yeah. we're ranked through seven, and the only song that's on all of our list, and it was number eleven across the board, is mm-hmm. "Rock and Roll Tonight." Yeah. So, um, other than that, uh, nothing that all three of us um, have. Uh, my number six will echo what Andy's number seven was, and that would be Time of Our Lives. Great song, great Kelly vocal, um, great Night Ranger ballad. It's just, man, there's some killer rock songs ahead of it. So um, I'm always going to probably take the killer rock song over the ballad, uh, which is, in this case, I do. But um, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, is it a true number six? Probably not, because like I said, I, I just prefer the, you know, the heavier rocking songs. But um, yeah, it's again, it's a good problem if Kelly's yeah. ballad is um, is number six. Yeah, and I'm with uh, you too on this because this one I really like the rockers on this, and I'm a ballad guy. You know, I'm the first one that you know, mm-hmm. turn to the ballad of songs, but this this album's got some great rock songs on it. I just love them. So, Brent, your number six, live for today. And I think with that, that would be um, yeah, because that's when I had it ten, and Brent was like, "What?" Well, that's the one I got at ten too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that is the next song. Now, uh, what I love about "Live for Today," I mean, this the song is like uh, I don't even want to say it because I'll, I'll I won't hear the end of it. Um, it's choose wisely. Well, I I don't want to say it's like a Gordon Lightfoot song. I don't mean, but there's so but there's a ship heading west. You know, it's it, it's just full of imagery. And it's just okay. what it's the stuff I love that Jack Blades brings to the table when he's really in a writing mode, you know, and that song. And it <laughs> sounds like something from a movie. I said that about another song on this record, but this song sounds like it should be where the credit, you know, end credits and it's rolling. And this is the outro song. Yeah. So if if I, I could s- read your mind, what I'm getting is uh, you like Gordon Lightfoot. No. <laughs> It just, but with the part with the, there's a ship hitting. It just that part always reminds me of Gordon Lightfoot because I can hear him singing something about, you know, a lighthouse at that point or something, you know. Yeah. Next time I talk to Jack, I'm gonna be like, yeah, we ranked somewhere in California, and I don't know. Brett kept saying like he were writing Edmund Fitzgerald shit. Yeah, I didn't do that. Hey, and I, 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 there's there's nothing on here that's compared to Bag. I promise you. And speaking real quick, Brent struck up, uh, made me remember something. Uh, I wanted to go back real quick and visit. Follow your heart. Uh, one of the notes I'd written, and you, you have to go back and listen to it. I might be reaching, but there's a part of it where there's a slight, sounds a little bit like the, secret, the chorus to Secret of My, or the, the pre-chorus to Secret of My Success. You'd have to go back. I'm not going to do it right now, but go back and listen to it and see if you hear what I'm hearing. I was just like, it sounds like they're climbing like you um, – Da 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 da, and hearts will be broken over and over. Anyway, there's there's something that reminded me. That's why I wrote my note on that. I forgot to put that. Can't that, so. say that I've ever thought that. I'll have to go back and listen to it again. But, but, yeah, uh, I mean, listen to it, and then you'll hear it. Like, oh yeah, he's he's an idiot. You sure you even get some of that prescription stuff? That's you know, down on Broadway. Yeah. No, no, I did not. On the high road. Yeah. Um, Where are we at? Number six? Andy, number six. I have It's Not Over at number six. Um, it's not over. I got nothing to add. It's, um, again, it, it could change places with time of our lives. It's a, it's a great song. Um, I find myself actually humming that and singing that. It's not over in my head from time to time randomly. So it sticks with me. It's good. It's got a good hook. But that broad in uh, Florida was singing when you left her. Uh, she was like, no, bye-bye, baby. Yeah, she, bye. yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I promise you that's what she was saying. All right, and that's what, then, I mean, that's what you were singing. And I, I said, not tonight. She's like, no, never. Not tonight, not tomorrow. Just, and then she oh, said, God, so long, girl. Yeah. It might have been like, bye-bye. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, then what's your uh, number five there, Florida man? Number five for me is end of the day, which uh, I'm sure, Josh, you probably know this, but I'll put it out there. Co-write by Jeff Carlisi, 38 Special. He was a founding member of 38 Special, was one of the co-writers of this song. Uh, this is a really good tune, man. This is a solid tune. I really like this song. Um, you get into it, put on repeat a couple of times, and this song really just kind of comes in and really stays with you. So that's what I got. End of the day. Let's see here. I'm going to the – I guess I didn't um... – pay attention really much to the uh well i dug a little deep on this one because when i was listening i was like this song is really catchy and i like it and i was kind of just doing some you know wikipedia and just kind of scrolling through like because I, I was pretty sure this is where joel and eric joined the band so i was kind of reading their page and all the songs are pretty much written by jack brad and kelly joel's on a couple of them but then i saw this name i was like Who the hell jeff carlisi i didn't know it till i read it I looked him up, founding member, guitar player for 38 Special. So, see, we, you could have just acted like you knew it. I don't, because if Josh started quizzing me, I'd be like, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. I would not, I'm I, out. I wouldn't remember that. Um, uh, but Joel Hoekstra co wrote like three songs on this. Yes. Um, Growing Up in California, co written by Will Ivankovich, which yeah. was. He was the extra guitar player on the 2007 Shaw Blades um, tour. He was a guitar player on 24 Strings that joined Night Ranger, and he is currently a member of Styx. Um, so he, but he also was playing a big part on Jack's solo record, which remember this song came, that song came from uh, Jack's uh, solo record. Um and Colin Blades, yeah. the co-write on Time of Our Lives. Um, there you uh And uh, some of these photos from this era, there's another photo out there. And then this photo is one. Jack kind of reminds me of Dave Menachetti from oh. this. You know, it looks like Dave Menachetti from, the, from uh, the, some of these photos. Uh, so number five, end of the day, Brent. Okay, here's where it starts getting tough. Here's where the fun begins, as Han Solo would say. <laughs> um, lay it on me. I, I can't say anything. I, I'm with you. Uh, um, great you know, song. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just starts getting freaking tough at five. Yeah. And so, you know, lay it on me. has got to be in the top five. Great tune. Great. Absolutely. Great opener. I'd love to hear him bring it back. Haven't heard it in a while. Completely agree. Um, Is uh, Lay It On Me and uh, Growing Up in California the only two tracks they played live on this record? I believe so. I believe so. They used to open with Lay It On Me, which was awesome. Like, I, you'd go see, I saw what Riverbend with, uh, I guess, the Journey Tour, and I was like, holy shit, to open with Lay It On Me. I, and I'm like one of the only few people in the arena that knows the song. I'm like, yeah. yeah. One of the one of the best shows I saw them was there. It was only right up the road, maybe twenty minutes from me. It was the Pickerington Violet Festival, free show I think, maybe five bucks a good. So, but the place was packed, you know, three or four thousand, yeah. and uh, they played kind of an extra 
longer set, but this song was played. Um, Growing Up in California was played. And then they played some other tracks that were a little deeper, and I can't remember what it was, what they were now, but they played both of these the um, the same night, which usually they played one or the other. Uh, but that night they played um, they played both. But uh, yeah, lay it on me, Brent. Number five should yeah. be a little higher. Solid but... pick. Um, so there we go. We're at five. My number four. Um, Your number five. Well, my number did I not give you my number five? I, I, don't. I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, no time to lose you. <laughs> yeah, you um, didn't give us your number five. Um. Now you guys still have that, those on your list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't um, know how. Again, I think it's just the course is a little. Why you hate Night Ranger so much? Um kind of got you uh i don't know yeah what it is andy you're cutting out a little bit but then also you kind of remind me of uh um kenny rogers off of mad tv um remember <laughs> remember remember the kenny remember when will sasso would do the uh kenny rogers um but uh anyways uh, no but i'll go look it up because i yeah. love will sasso uh but uh um but yeah, with no time to lose you, it's uh, or no time to lose ya. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think it's just the chorus, real melodic again, like some of the songs. And when you get to a rock and song, uh, I may choose the the heavier over the more melodic chorus. Um, <laughs> I actually am kind of surprised I ranked it that high because. In my head, I actually have it lower, but you know, once I was listening to it, I'm like, I, uh, uh, maybe I enjoy this a little more than I thought. But uh, I can't be any more disappointed in you. I thought I thought you had me at Bye Bye Baby, but this I one think really... and this too is like, what does No Time to Lose You kind of like? What does that mean? Like I've never said that in a you know, No Time eh, to uh, you know, but uh, that's a weak sauce. We could argue about I mean, what the fuck does lay it down? I mean, you know, rack? I mean, it's like it's like every day I'm you know I'm bringing up. Uh, rise to the sun with seven wishes but um <laughs> you know but uh, no time to lose you i'm like i don't ever really say that in the real world um you would you would shout it out a window well that's true um so uh add a little french horn you got a hit song so Jesus no, Christ, yeah no time to lose you is my number five and then i'll just jump into my number four which i wanted to do to begin with yeah uh and I guess I would be the one this I'd be the one that has it ranked higher because you guys have already ranked it. Mine would be say it with love. And I, I would almost think uh wow, it's, yeah. It's just that pre-course that dun 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 I just love that. Um and I think it holds a special place because it's the last song of the record. And especially back then listening to it that record and just being like god you know night ranger's back and that's the last song you know it's just like man that was a great journey and that's the song that kind of ends it so um i think that's kind of you know probably something else you know um, emotionally or whatever that you know is tied in with it but um good song good night ranger song say it with love my number 
four. Andrew. Uh, number four for me is lay it on me. Um, yeah, wrong answers only. This was, uh, I said my top four are pretty tough, hard to pick, but uh, I can't say anything more than what I said when Brent brought it up at number five. It's 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 a great rocking song. I love it as an opener. I mean, I'm always partial to Touch of Madness as my opener, but I I love when they do. If they did lay it on me, I would not be mad. I'd be like, yeah, fuck, let's do it, bro. So I just think this is a heavy rocking song. Like this is, I think it's so different than the rest of the album. It's 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 a heavy. It just we need we need to see what um, if some of our Japanese friends what songs they played live in Japan, you know, from this record because they obviously play more of these tracks. Mm In Japan, I don't know about this record, but you know they played five songs off "Hole in the Sun," um, you know, when they were in Japan. So it'd be interesting to see what other songs. But yes, uh, that was great too. I mean, with "Lay It Lay It On Me" was it translated so well live? Yeah, um, fun, a lot of high energy. Open a show with it's a punch it right in the gut. It's like let's do this. Night Ranger doesn't have a lot of songs like that. I mean, you you have, <laughs> you know, you have your openers. And there's not many of them, and but this song you could fit in that, and uh, and if yeah. they didn't open with it, when I saw them, like I said, that Pickerington show, I think they maybe opened with probably like Touch of Madness, and then this was track two. Yeah, they, they, that's uh, a solid two though, man. I mean, yeah. just bam, bam's punching you. Brantree number four. Number four is Time of Our Lives. Oh wow, yeah. Um. <laughs> It is probably, um, let's just imagine yourself back in 1985. If this would have came out in 1985, it'd have been a hit. I know if, you know, if you're a head ball, she'd be your uncle. I know, I, I, I get that. But I mean, it, it's just such a well developed song. He sings his ass off in, in the song. It, it's just, it, it, it's a great Kelly tune. And I cannot have that song that low on the list just because, you know, it is the ballad, but it it's a, it's a pretty kick-ass tune. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't. I mean, I had it lower, but yeah, I'm with you. I don't have yeah, a problem. Man, with if you. this was 1985, that would be a hit, and we would probably be able to get a hold of Brent a lot easier. Um, <laughs> and I have but, a better connection. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, you would, get a hold of me easier. I don't yeah, know what yeah. you. Dude, it's you know, it's like uh, fucking trying to get a hold of you. Sometimes I, you know, I'm about ready to break out the, uh, you know, the blanket and do smoke signals. Uh, so um, it, it is, you know, weird to think what songs, if these were released back then, would be hits or not hits. Uh, but uh, you would think that uh, time of our lives would be one that would have a. A good shot. Uh, Brent, number three. Number three is Bye Bye Baby, Not Tonight. Can't argue, man. That's fun. not where I have it, but uh, I agree with you on that. It's a good, good position. What are you, are you, have you done it yet, Andy? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That could, that, could, that could mean a lot of things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Bye bye baby, my number nine. 
Prince number three. Andy, is it your number three? It says number one. And number three <laughs> is growing up in California. Because I fucking love this song still. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's all I got. Next. Moving on. All right. Carry on, my wayward sons. So, Brent, rock and, going from 11 down, rock and roll tonight. It's not over. Growing up in California. Say it with love. End of the day. Live for today. Lay it on me. Time of our lives. Bye-bye, baby. Couple more songs left off of uh, um, off the record there for Brent. Again, Andy, rock and roll tonight. Live for today. Say it with love. Follow your heart. Um, time of our lives. It's not over. End of the day. Lay it on me and growing up in California. And then the correct list. Rock and roll tonight for me. Number 11. Live for today. Bye-bye, baby. End of the day. It's not over. Time of our lives. No time to lose ya. Say it with love and follow um, your heart. Hey, real so, quick, I wanna, before I forget, my, I meant to say on um, my growing up in California, the other thing I really want to say besides I just love the song is I also love the uh, kind of autobiographical uh, story that Jack tells with this song. You know, kind of tells us his... yeah. You know, uh, the horn first, playing man and mm-hmm. doing a funky uh-huh. band. I mean, I I like that, the little I would call it twist or play on words, but I like that. Jerry Martini from Sly and the Family Stone. It's a little like a tip Rubicon. of that bike today, sir, to Rubicon. Thank you. Um, That's it. Go ahead. So there's there's some no time delusions out there, and there's still some uh, lay it, um, some lay it on me's and stuff like that. Let's. Uh, I'll give you my number two. Which it should be everybody's one or two, but you guys clearly it's not kind of want to act like you're, you know, smarter than the average bear. Um, number two, growing up in California. Um, I want to say it's the most Night Ranger song on the record, and it's got those Night Ranger things, but um. You know, is this really, you know, I think it takes you back to the melodies or the melodic sense of Night Ranger, but is it truly that classic Night Ranger record? There's hints of it, but I think it's really what it did was it ushered in like a new era of Night Ranger, which is the Night Ranger sound of today, which, you know, can you say that somewhere in california high road don't let up and atbpo sound like classic night ranger there's hints throughout the records but to me you know it's almost a different era of the band and you know you're it's 30 40 years down the road you're never going to recreate that sound um but i guess if you wanted to say that it you know especially with eric's keys in this song it definitely takes you back a little bit um kind of what you said andy with the you know the autobiography kind of aspect of the song um and i think it holds that emotional part to where it was the first track i heard and you're just like okay this this is what i'm wanting to hear and it brings that excitement so it felt good it felt like an old pair of jeans like oh hey this is what i've been looking for found them in the closet yeah, that that's not a good analogy. Any old pair of jeans is going to be reminding me that I'm a fat fuck now. Um, so uh, 
<laughs> Brent, you're number two. My number two, no time to lose you. Not number two, but yeah, it's fucking that's a great song. Great tune. It is a great tune. Um it's been the my number one and number two have been this since I got the album. Yeah. Period. They've always been my two favorite songs off the album. Yeah. I guess, like I said, I guess I got it ranked at five, which I thought I'd have it ranked lower. Andy, number two. Um, I can't improve on Brent. He was right. Number two is No Time to Lose Ya. It's, to me, and I know you were just saying that growing up in California brings that classic Night Ranger sound. I think No Time to Lose Ya to me has that sound and when i heard it i was like oh my god this is it yeah. this is a great song it just it just rocks and uh I like brent my number when i first heard this album my number one and my number two well basically my first four they jumped out at me immediately and i was yeah. like, on repeat and i can't get enough of these songs and i would do i would love to hear no time to lose you live i mean i would love it I, it'll never happen but man i would love it and it's it's just a great classic night ranger sound uh, yeah, and I, and to, to to quote on what or not quote to can't even think of the words. Um, to capitalize on what Andy's speaking about. I remember when the album first came out, and he and I were on the phone rapping about it. And I remember, I remember always saying, half of this album is great. And there, I, I always said, there's five songs that are just incredible. And the others were, eh, but none. The others aren't, uh, that's what they used to feel for me. Um, I mean, like I these, are on, these are first listen songs. Like you first time you hear it, it's like, oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Make a note of that. I'm going back to that when I'm done. <laughs> and I always went back to that tune. Yeah, me too. You know what I wish, you know, these, some of these fans would do is so you're recording these songs, right? Maybe not quite. You probably couldn't do it on ATBPO because you're recording in different studios. And but on stuff like this, where you're kind of getting together, and all these songs are kind of fresh, it would be great to like. Okay, we're going to. All right, we all know the song. We've just recorded. Let's go through it and record it just live in a studio. And you do every song like that, and then keep it you know in the vault and then 10 years later release you know somewhere in california live in the studio and it's just yeah you know what i mean like that, that would be awesome because obviously now if you're going to do it you got to sit down and relearn it and everything to where if you're doing it right then yeah. um you know and um and i've always been surprised you know no one's okay we got all these songs you know uh let's rip through it record you know do three versions lot you know just live right together and then just put them in the vault and 15 years later we just put out you know don't let us yeah whatever you know, just the whole record don't let up live live in the studio and i'd be great i'd love it um but it costs you know, money well it costs it money wouldn't it cost that much if you're already in the studio and most of these times they yeah. own the studios that they're in you know, all the thing it costs is time. And then to and, press it when you're done. But I mean, it's an easy, you got to make well, money. Um, I just say, uh, even with the time, if you just spend two extra days, 
yeah. just going through the songs. Um, or, you know, sometimes you're going to do that maybe before you record the song because you're kind of like writing it. Okay, <laughs> is this how we want it? Well, hit record on three of those takes and keep them and, you know, make them good takes, though. And there you go. Now watch. We're going to have 10 years from now a whole slew of live in the studios uh, from these these groups. And You know, the one band I always said that would benefit if they recorded everything live, in my opinion, is Y&T. I think Y&T sounds so much edgier live than they do in the studio. I mean, they captured a good sound on like um, Earthquake and Black Tiger and um, what was the other record? But uh, Yeah, but like, like when Rescue Me and God, it sounds so much better live. It just, it's killer. Yeah. Well, they're so good live. Yeah. Uh, like Believe in Me or I Believe mm-hmm. in You. Believe in You, yep. Yep. So... Uh, all right um my did i give you my number two yeah growing up in california what a truth all right andy your number one number one is easy for me brent do you know what it is your number one um god i'm trying to think what you haven't said yet um i'll save you the trouble bye bye baby yeah I, I knew that's what it was this song is so fucking good josh is so wrong on this song this again has it to me has that <laughs> signature night ranger sound this is it's got the attitude it's like a don't tell me you love me don't start thinking it's like you know i love it i love it josh has never been so wrong in his life yeah and i can't wait for the fans to tell him how wrong he is this song is great and they need to play it live that's it put your name on it put your name on it uh not a horrible song just uh definitely not the um definitely not the uh number one track it's off great the record um but uh um yeah let's see if brent does a better job i'm flexing <laughs> up because i'm getting ready to punch andy in the face come on bro follow your heart is number one ah. the song is everything from your little your little schroeder peanuts opener to the incredible Joel Hoekstra, Brad Gillis dual leads to the climactic lyrics. Here it comes right here. It's everything that makes this band what it is. I will agree that the guitar work on this was so awesome i mean what a welcome joel to the band to the album but uh yeah right here right here and i and it's I had everything that, that that band is and i had that number three i mean that's you know I had it like eight well, that's because, you know, you're playing Brent's role on this uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I could live with that more than I can. No Time to Lose You and Bye Bye Baby and all that. But the number one song on this record is something you guys have obviously already stated and stated incorrectly. The number one song is Whoa, Oh, 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 Lay It On Me. It's just... 
as songs yeah, I, with some attitude. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you at that. And it just kicks ass. And it's one of those songs you could put on, like, you know, with your friends and just like, listen to this. And sometimes it's not all the Night Ranger songs are like that. And I mean, it's just heavy. It's punching in the face. The only thing I don't like is it's heavy. It's like, ah, and then it's like, shout it out a window. I'm like, I've never shouted anything out a window in my life. And uh, maybe you need uh, to start. See, and that's the one reason why I thought this would be lower on your list, because since we've been doing this, the window thing has always been what's on the, the top other, of your gripe list. What's the other thing? Uh, chipping away. You got yeah. me hanging by my window. Um, yeah. You know, Great song. Like when you, when you were with Florida girl and she's dumping your ass, were you hanging with she, when she was chipping away at your heart? Were you hanging by yeah. your window? Uh, in an earlier time, I would have been not that. that. Um, but uh, that's how good the yeah. song is. It can overcome that. I was chipping. She was chipping away, and I was. <laughs> but uh, I, I was, mean, I was. She was trying to lay it on me, and I was like, "No, no, baby, not tonight." Such a heavy song. I'm glad they yeah. played it live. Uh, that lay it on me is a bonus track somewhere. Rip. Why? What album is that? It would have to be. Listen, it's right here. Come on. This is number one. Eric's keyboard's right there in the background. There you go. Um, but yeah, there, I, I think Lay It On Me live is a bonus track somewhere. Um, well, let's go through the catalog then, because after this was it, was it 24 stuff. was it what was 24 strings on the drummer was that then after this yeah but i don't think it was uh it wasn't on i've got the bonus track it, version it, it wasn't acoustic could it be on the high no. road one of the versions of high road no I'll be um well not on mine 20 35 years in the night no i just looked at that at least the version I have, it's not on it. Yeah, it's not. It's no, it's um, it's a bonus track. I swear, the live version is a bonus track somewhere. I'm gonna go search iTunes real quick. Well, they're not gonna show you on there if it's from Japan. We are all trying to do the Google machine. <laughs> um, you can edit this out and post. I do not know. Um, yeah, it's not. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah, 24 Strings comes with Boys of Summer. Yeah. And another song, I believe. Touch of Madness or something like that? Yeah, Touch of Madness. And 35 years of night in Chicago. God, I have to go get it. It's not. I just looked at it. No, I mean, the Japanese bonus track is oh, like. Oh. Yeah, I got nothing here. iTunes doesn't have anything. I don't have anything else to go from here. 
I don't know. Don't let up. Maybe I, 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 uh, don't let up only had the acoustic track. Well, Wikipedia doesn't really have the Japanese there. Someone's out there listening to this and going, you idiots. It's fucking this, you jackass. (laughs) No screaming at it. I don't have it, whatever it is. So I got it. Maybe it's, is there another version of uh, somewhere in California that would have it? Um. let's play what's in the box real quick look at the box let me me go see what i can find motherfuckers andy country um how did you put follow your heart down so low i mean i was right there with you for pretty much everything but follow your heart it's tough you know it's like when josh was playing i'm like yeah the song does kind of rock but i'm like you know me, man. I mean, Bye Bye Baby and Nothing to Lose You have been. I mean, if you look at my shelf, you can see it from here. But Nothing I to Lose You is that the is that the cross between them and Kiss? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but you said I mean, you said Nothing to Lose You is what you said. Oh, you got got no time to lose. You got. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm I need food. I'm drinking Starbucks. It's late. Cats and dogs living you know, together. And it, and it does suck because, I, I, you know, I'm the guy that always puts the singles lower. And I don't know why I do that. I think it's I just be- shocked with your growing up in California being so low. But but I think Lay on me is a better tune. But I, I like the story of growing up in California. I think that's really cool. Yeah. But again, it, I, I think I was trying to allude to with the taste, what we what each of us and everybody is on the page and everybody in the world has a different what means something to them. I mean, I think it was uh, Josh has told us, or maybe Kelly did it in the interview that he doesn't really care for chipping away. I love chipping away. I love yeah, that song. Me too. Uh, um, you know, I, I love long for hearing this boy needs to rock mm. live. Yeah. We should bring that back yeah. too. So, All right. Uh, my, uh, and, and Ed's favorite song was Penny, which I held my tongue. I didn't say a word. <laughs> So, Lay It On Me is a bonus track, live from the M3 Rock Festival. Nice. So. What was it on? He's going to show us. Oh, the high road Japanese version? Arigato. Okay. Mountain Song and Lay It On Me, live. So there you go. I should I should I should have thought of that because I remember going through all the bonus tracks and I was able to get everything at Best Buy except for Lay It On Me. I, I forgot all about it. And it wasn't I wasn't going to spend 35, 45 bucks just for Lay It On Me. Well, it's worth it, you fucking non-Night Ranger fan. No, I know. Um, <laughs> I so... can't say anything. I don't buy shit anymore, so. But there you go. Lay It On Me is the number one song off this record, proven that it's the only song ever officially released live um, before the uh, Chicago record, which the Chicago record, did it just have Growing Up in California? That was it, right, from that record? It didn't have Lay It On Me on there. I'll check right quick. I have it here. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Um, I think yeah. it had High Road and then it had um, 
and then uh uh one of the new tracks that ended up on uh don't let up yeah and, and they, they recorded up, they recorded california and high road you know and, and they played yeah. running out of time but they didn't they didn't release it right they shot a video there for it or day and night no running out of time well yeah, day but... and night they did they did two songs yeah, I think yeah. night was the other at the one end yeah, of the like that was songs. streamed. I was watching it while Andy was at the show. I was watching it on some kind of Google simulcast. AOL Live. Was it AOL Live? AOL I don't know what it was. I remember and I it, sent you a link and I was like, it's happening. I'm having seven wishes. We're playing seven wishes. Yeah, and I'm watching. Now, I'm like, and I'm like, I know I'm watching it. Now Seven Wishes is the bonus track to that record in Japan. So if you get the Japanese version, it's like, you know, a regular set list, Sister Christian, don't tell me you love me at the end. And then it looks like they close with Seven Wishes because it's a bonus yeah. track. Um, yeah. Great. Good stuff. But you can also get Seven Wishes live off that extended versions as, uh, as well. So there you go. There is our rankings of somewhere in California. I, I'm interested to see everybody else's list. I, I'm, I'm really what what I'm interested in is seeing where rock and roll tonight falls in, <laughs> because if you remember, don't let up. All of us had the same, again, the same track eleven, and I try to think what the hell it was. What's the song that none of us got into? Uh, um, the, the, the kind of sound like a saloony rag. Nothing, song. nothing left. Oh no, I like that. Song. I had the higher. Uh. Here I will. God, there's a lot of shitty dead time on this uh, uh, episode. Uh, so the song on "Don't Let Up" that I think we all ranked at the end won't be your full again. No, we can, we can work, work it out. It out. Yeah, maybe we can work it out. Um, but uh, uh, so it'll be interesting to see where rock and roll tonight falls in. There is your vinyl record store day that just <coughs> came out. Hard to believe awesome. this record is 11 years old. I mean, think about, it seems like it was just released. I mean, you know, and think how fast that went. I mean, the next 11 years, if it goes as fast, I mean, you motherfuckers that, are going to be collecting yeah. Social Security and Medicare probably. And, yeah, but look how much your life has changed in that 11 years too. Yeah, I'm still an asshole. Oh, yeah, but uh, talking about just your life. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, you, you, were, in a, you were in a foreign country. Yeah, and that wasn't even the last time I was there for about a three-year three-year period. I spent more time overseas, all voluntarily, of course, too. I mean, like, where I were you? Where were you when you came out? When when this album came out, I was in Liberia. You guys ever seen the movie Blood Diamonds, Leonardo DiCaprio? That's kind of what we were dealing with. Uh, you so, should you should write your own version of Growing Up in Liberia. Yeah, I could. And then 2013 was Afghanistan, so. Uh, and in between all that, I spent some time in Guam and some time in Turkey. Uh, so, uh, um, but yeah, uh, 
you know, it's just crazy to think that this is kind of a classic album now, 11 years. Um, you know, you do the same, you know, you do the, the same time from when this album was released to now, from now till 11 years in the future, you know, Kelly's going to be in, Kelly's going to be 80. Um, no. You know, Jack's going to be as higher. High, Jack's going to be almost 80. Uh, um, Brad will be hitting 76. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just crazy, yeah, I know. crazy to think. Uh, but we're lucky. I've said this, you know, if you listen to the podcast, I've said it a lot. Um, this kicked off a great great decade of you know night ranger history or whatever you want to call it i mean how great has this decade been well this past decade where you we've gotten really i guess you could just say everything since this record was released yeah. you, we've gotten four great studio records an acoustic record i never listened to um a live record You've gotten a Jack Blade solo record, mm-hmm. um, and the, the show on a touring, and the yeah the shows have been great. Uh, so we're lucky. Wow. We're we're lucky that. I mean, think about just these bands that are out there now. Um, you know that. I mean, you know nobody's left an autograph. Nobody really left in Quiet Riot. And it gets even higher. I mean, White Snake, David Coverdale is going to retire, and they're going to keep going with that mm-hmm. that yep. that new guy. Um, if you notice Foreigner in their little ads and stuff they do to promote, they don't even show Mick Jones anymore. No, yeah, they just posted uh, t- show uh, photos from the show last night. Mick Jones was there, but no photos of him. I mean, they're gearing up to basically you know and no one gives i mean i don't know if it's because you know was mick jones a shredder no you know it's like so it doesn't matter foreigner can is going to be able to tour with no original members no members there that were Even there. from the heyday yeah <laughs> and um and bands are going to be able to do it it's all about the name and the logo anymore of course you're going to get some hardcore fans like oh you know it's not mick jones and it's a cover band and for every one of those you're going to get 10 people that don't give a shit um so we're lucky that we've got three core members in the group they sound good um Um, plus eric levy estate yeah i mean that's been a revolving door up until that point and thank god he stayed well, too, I mean, think about we've gotten all these studio records and like think about bands kind of similar to, um, to Night Ranger. I mean, I can't remember the last Foreigner studio record, maybe whatever that one was. It was a pretty good record, but I think it came out in 2009. I mean, Ario Speedwagon, like have they only had like one studio record since like 1995. Uh, what the hell was that one that had like 28 words? The man, the chicken, the rabbit. Well, the hat? That was back in the 90s. I think they had an album in like the mid 2000s, and that was it. Um, I think so, Sticks is the only band that's still putting out. Correct. Well, one Sticks, of the few bands but, is still putting out music but currently. Sticks took 15 years between studio records. Mm-hmm. So from 2000, 
2003 to maybe 2018 with Mission to Mars. Yeah. Then they put two records out back to back, kind of, you know, two or three years apart. But I mean, the last six record is is fucking awesome. If you guys are listening and you want a good record, um, the Sticks album "Crash of the Crown" or whatever, dude, that that and the two songs they released like as singles, probably. I mean, they're good songs, but nowhere near the best songs <laughs> on the record. That album is is very good. But um, the new Def Leppard album is pretty good. Surprisingly, I, I thought it, 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 I, I've only heard it once, but it was now, good. That's a band that's released studio records, and I like Def Leppard. I mean, I obviously like their 80s stuff, but I mean, I was a big fan of Slang, me too. And I was, a, I, I didn't mind Euphoria, and I bought the records that came out after that. Mm-hmm. And to me, they were just horrible. And whatever that record was about two, when Night Ranger did the tour with Foreigner and Def Leppard, like 2015 whatever that new song that they opened up with Def Leppard opened up with is probably one of the worst songs number one but one of the worst openings I'd ever seen what was a sparkle lounge tour I don't know was it was it come on come on no I don't know like don't let uh don't let go I don't know what the hell it was it you know but it's like it sucked it sucked (laughs) big time and like even my you know girlfriend at the time was like you know, she's thinking we're seeing Def Leppard. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, let's go. I don't know what the hell it is, but it was just pure, you know. So, and again, I mean, I even think Def Leppard fans are, if you talk to them, I mean, they'll like the records, but they're not happy with them. Now, they may be happy with this new record, but um, so again, we're lucky that A, we're getting new records and B, that they're good. I begged um, Andy to go to the slang tour with me at Riverbend. Yeah. And but yeah, you did. You went. Did I? Yes, you did. And you were did like, like you, it? you loved it. You had a good time, Andrew. Because they played um you think, Josh, I I would be a heavy drinker of the shitty memory that I have. You know what? Listen. They played Deliver Me <laughs> off of that, and they played, you know, of course, no, slang and no recollection. That's hey. such a great album. A bad memory is a key to good happiness. Um, but, but yeah, Andy, you went to that show with me. You were the only person I could get to go with me. So you, there, you, you, there you go. If you are yeah. out there listening, you want some something good to listen to that, and if you've never listened to it, Def Leppard Slang came out what ninety six. Um, it's a just. It's not your typical Def Leppard record. You're not going to get 80 Steph Leopard, but I mean, it's just good songwriting. But and uh, it's got some heavy stuff on it, too. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so go good check heavy out stuff. Steph Leopard slang. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I mean, I, what I've seen the reviews of the new Def Leopard's good, but um, you know, I haven't, I haven't checked it out. But uh, we're lucky, Night Ranger, man. Come on, yep. 2022. I mean, hell, 2022 is almost over, like uh. You know, we're getting into 2023 and um i still got two more big releases this year coming out one next week lit and then we got the ugly kid joe coming out in hey, october if, if you're uh if you're listening to this hit the 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 back 10 seconds and listen to that sound brent just made after i make a noise yeah you're like i got that 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 no it's like i got the new lit record <sighs> god i can't like, wait but like by a, the time they watch this it's already going to be out like a fucking internal ejaculation or something uh 
I got the new lit. <sighs> They're a perfect band. I don't know about that. I think you got Man Crush or something, but yeah. uh, perfect uh, band. They're just a bad version of Smash Mouth. Uh, oh, you're out of your mind. <laughs> you're out of your mind. Even I have to disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I get them confused, you know, a like uh, Smash Mouth, Mouth. Lit. I thought Smash Mouth was a bad version of Smash Mouth. <laughs> you know what? The, I, that, I, the lead singer of that group, like, fucking, I think he got off his meds and yeah, yeah. That video that, talking about yeah. Nazis and shit. But I guess now they're, uh, um, they're going on without him, I think. Going on without him, which any of us, I think, I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, hey, you need an old fat guy to sing. Hey, that's, now, you're that's a rock star. All, that's all Get of us. Go, man. Um, yeah. So uh, that's all I got. Uh, Let's say goodbye, Josh. Well, here I, I, we're getting close. If you uh, see me in Toledo, I think Andy and Brent may have a couple in their pockets too. I may have one of these in my pocket. Um, these are used Jack Blades face picks so if you see andy or brent or i and you want one and we still got one track us down password you rub your nipples um yeah it's like it's in my pocket go reaching for it that's not it (laughs) he wants a rocket ride no i'm sure it's i'm sure it's a pick no it's not it's small yeah and brent don't care if your name's bob um, it's tiny so uh there you go uh we will see you uh sometime hopefully some future. shows coming up and uh get on the uh youtube hit subscribe find us on all the other things i'm not gonna go through it all uh but what we want to see is your list so put them on youtube on the facebook page wherever the hell and show us your rankings because yeah uh, and we put them to... under put them under the podcast, like when it's released. Put it under there instead of just individually sending in your stuff because then you can't compare yeah. them all together. Yeah. So if you if you if you if you post it on the Facebook page and you make it your own post, I'm just going to delete it then. Uh, <laughs> uh, put it under the podcast post post so everybody can see it and we can compare and we can give you good constructive feedback on how you're wrong like andrew and, and josh are Brent. um but on that note andrew sir take us out josh i gotta say to you it's it's been fun bye bye baby not but not tonight the number one song off that album thanks for watching the podcast everybody click like subscribe tell a friend get one person to like us uh I long to see how many people tell Josh his list is wrong. So you didn't follow sure. your heart with that outro. So Brent, there's no time to lose you here. Uh, it's like, there's no time for backup. It's in the, it's the end of the day. This episode is never going to end later. <laughs> you see, Matt Gillis, he's from Alameda, California. Kelly Keggy over there. He's from Pacoima, California. Carrie Kelly right here. He's from the OC.